Good morning, lucky girls, and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Prieto, and I hope that you have been having a great week. Today is going to be a great start to your week, and I'm so excited for this episode. But before we get into that, I want to go ahead and get our social medias out of the way. So if you want to follow the Lucky Girl Instagram, we did just have a name change. So it once was Lucky Girl Lex. And as much as I love that name, and I think it's so cute, it wasn't very cohesive to the podcast, so I changed it to at Lucky Girl Pod. So that's going to be L-U-C-K-Y-G-I-R-L-P-O-D. That's Lucky Girl Pod. And then if you want to follow my personal Instagram, find me on TikTok or on YouTube, that's going to be at Lexi G Prieto. That's L-E-X-I-G P-R-I-E-T-O. I don't know if any of you know what the G stands for in my name, but my middle name is actually Jean. So my name is Lexi Jean in the most southern way possible. <laughs> but if you want to find me on all those social medias, once again, it's Lexi G Prieto. Now, time to tell you what this episode is going to be about. This one is not as structured as I usually have it. Because I am interviewing somebody today, somebody who is very special, somebody who is the luckiest in the entire world, and that is myself. (laughs) I don't know if that's underwhelming to say, but I am going to be interviewing myself today. This episode is going to be a get to know your host episode because I have talked a little bit about myself and what I've gone through within my life that made me turn into the luckiest girl in the world, but I do want to go into detail and just talk about my mindset and how what I've been going through now, what I hope to go through in the future, what I went through when I was younger. I think it's going to be a really great little girl talk session. So if you want to stick around for a very chill episode that, like I said, it's not very structured. We're just going to be, I'm just going to be talking about stuff. Um, I do have a little bit of structure, which we'll get into that, but before we get fully into the episode, let's go ahead and get our weekly segments out of the way. So as always, I start with our weekly recap, and the reason I always do my weekly recap is just to hold myself accountable for what has been going on in my week. Um, I know I've said this before, but I do social media for many reasons, but one of them being is I want to be able to look back on my life when I'm 40 or 50 or 60 and think, well, what did 21-year-old Lex do? And this is actually very prevalent to this episode, and I will tell you why in a little bit. But I always do these weekly recaps, so when I'm older, I can look back on this episode and see that this week I did so-and-so. So for this week, I have been on my content game I have been girl bossing all day, all week. I had a content day in Laguna with a friend and I got so many good shots. So once again, follow the Instagram for those shots. I got content for some reels. I do want to start getting further into my TikTok game, but TikTok is so hard because You have to fit your entire personality and your entire niche within like a minute video or like three minutes now. So it's so hard for me to find a 
a happy medium of this is me, but also like a quick version because obviously like these podcast episodes are quite long and I feel like we get to know each other much better within these episodes, but on TikTok, it's just so hard. But I also think that I'm just creating a mental block for it. And the second I start fully committing to TikTok, it's going to get easier and I'm going to be fine. So I just need to get over that mental block. But this week, my content has been on point. I have been so passionate about content and like, obviously I'm always passionate, but I have been on my game full content creator mode. I had a coffee shop date with a friend and I got so much work done, edited some pictures, uh, got re- I planned out the next couple episodes of the podcast. I got a new podcast planner journal and it is the best thing I have ever bought in my entire life. It's I had the journal I had before for the podcast that I would plan out everything. It was small, so I most of the episodes would probably be like two or three pages long of like what I wanted to talk about. The new journal, I have it in my hand, that's why I'm like this, but the new journal is so, it's big and it has a subject line and it's just such a good, oh I'll link it on the Instagram when this comes out because I got it from Target and it is from the brand, oh I don't know what brand it is. I don't know what brand it is, but I will definitely... Oh, it's from the brand Think Inc. by Design Works. So that's a Target brand. And it is so good for content creating. So if you're a content creator and you're looking for a good notebook, I highly suggest this one. Once again, I'll link it when this episode comes out on the Instagram. But now that the weekly recap is out of the way, it's time to get into our lucky girl obsession. And my lucky girl obsession for this week is iconic it's so good so my lucky girl obsession are these knee-high pointed toe red boots from lulu's and if you know me you know that i love fashion i adore fashion but sometimes i struggle with buying pieces because i'm scared that they're not going to be versatile But I bought these red Lulus on a whim because I was like, they're so cute. They match my aesthetic perfectly. I think they're adorable. I love them. I adore them. I think they're adorable. And then they came in the mail and I put them on and I swear on everything. My brain just like clicked and my entire, I was like, this is going to be my entire personality for the next couple months. And if you see me wearing these boots on the Instagram all the time, mind your business because they're so cute and they're so versatile. I already just within my closet can think of five outfits I can wear with these boots. They're so cute. I, I love them. And I have pictures of them on the Instagram already because I, I brought them to my content day because I was like, I will be taking pictures in them. They're just so cute. I'm so obsessed. And as silly as this is to say, they did kind of open my eyes to show that within the world of fashion, there's kind of a vacuum for influencers or content creators that can have a versatile style. So going into this episode of talking a little bit about my past, present, and future, I do want to talk about when I was younger, I grew up with not a ton of money. Um, I am the youngest of five and we were all raised by a single dad who only had one job and we're all, my siblings and I are all a year apart from each other. So 
he was essentially dealing with five kids around the same age for like the whole time and that's really hard for someone to go through let alone a single dad but growing up we didn't have a lot of money and I've always had this passion and this love and this admiration for fashion and some people I would look up to is like Alicia Marie on um, YouTube and Orion Carlotto as I got older I would just see them have their own sense of style and I thought it was so beautiful and I would just look at them and I wanted to be like that too but with the little money we had I never felt comfortable asking my dad for money because I knew at such a young age that he had to support a lot of people and they're just it just wasn't in the funds to ask for stuff to buy specific clothing and stuff so I would just admire these people I wanted to have a space in this fashion world but I didn't have the means to buy extravagant things or buy pieces that you can only wear once so I would buy pieces that were essential to everyday life that I could dress up or dress down and I slowly found my sense of style within that of finding a skirt that I can turn into a dress with the right top or finding a dress that I can tuck into jeans and turn it into a top. Like it it was just, I was finding this versatile style within the clothing I already had. I just had to make do with the means that I had and now that I'm an adult and I have access to my own funds and I'm financially stable. It heals my inner child to be able to purchase these things like the red boots because when I was younger, I would have never bought anything like that because in my mind, I'm like, well, what would I wear it with? So to be able to purchase these boots solely because they're beautiful and I feel like they'd look good in an outfit and they're aesthetically pleasing just felt so rewarding to me and it definitely helped me fix a limiting belief I had within the finance world of being scared to spend money because that is something that I know a lot of people that grew up lower income deal with is once you're an adult and you are financially stable if not financially abundant and you have the money to do things you're still scared because you have this mindset of it can all be taken away which I do think money ebbs and flows and money's meant to come to you and money money's meant to go away from you that's just how the world works that's how the universe works that's how energy works as well but I think once you get past this limiting belief of I can't buy nice things and start deciding I can buy nice things in moderation because it will make me feel good and it's it's important to feel good. It's important to prioritize happiness in your life and I knew that these boots were going to be something that I would absolutely adore. That they're genuinely me in a clothing item. Like they're beautiful. So as silly as it is to say that an inanimate object has helped me realize my mentality about certain things, they really it really did. And now I'm very grateful for these red boots. So if you want to see a picture of them, it's on the Instagram. They're so cute. I absolutely adore them. But that was a very long intro segment. 
we're going to hop into the episode now. So as I said, this episode is going to be a conversation with myself. We're going to be talking about my past, present, and future. And I do this most nights as a way to cool down from the day and as a way to show gratitude to the universe because I am a very spiritual human so I believe that the gratitude I show to the universe will always come back to me. I also think that it's a part of my healing journey to talk to myself and figure out how I'm feeling and understand the things that I went through and how they make me who I am today. So every night or most nights before I go to bed I have a conversation with three people and that is my past self. I always start with dear little Lex and then my present self, that is dear lucky girl Lex. And then my future self, that is dear future Lex. So most nights before I go to sleep, it's one of the last things I think about. I say dear little Lex and I say one thing I'm grateful for with what happened when I was younger. So I think of myself as a child, I think of her as a different person so I can talk to her if that makes sense. And it's almost like writing yourself a letter. I know, um, I think it was Kendall Jenner said it in a, a in an article that she has a baby picture of her plastered to her bathroom mirror. So every time she sees it, she says something nice to her younger self. And it's a way to heal her inner child. And then for me, when I do Dear Lucky Girl Lex in the present, I say things that I'm grateful for now and things that I'm grateful that I'm learning right now. And then Dear Future Lex is a way of manifesting of I'm grateful for the things that will happen when the time comes. So we're going to get right into our past, present, and future conversations with ourselves. I think that it's such a smart and cohesive way to heal your inner child and to understand what you're going through and I feel like this will make us more emotionally intelligent. So if you want to do this, let me know. Tell me how it's working for you because I know for me personally, it has healed me so much doing this conversation. So write to your past, present, and future self and then tell me how it goes and leave a review of, on this on this episode, leave a review of how it went, how it's making you feel, and I hope you can start this little habit because I do feel like it's so healing. But getting into it, it's time for a conversation with little Lex. Dear little Lex, I think that... You are the most resilient child in the entire world. I think that you had to go through so much at such a young age that could have been debilitating and could have caused you to become bitter and unhappy in life. But you chose to be this ball of sunshine and you chose to make people happy and to make people laugh and to make people always feel included. Little Lex, you are a beacon of light and you are so beautiful and don't let anybody make you feel small or make you feel insignificant because little Lex you are a shining star and your dreams and your goals and your aspirations are something that most people only dream of having and there are people that will be four times your age that don't even have that mindset yet. So little Lex, when you were five and you had these big dreams, when you were 10 
and you had these big dreams when you were 13 and then 15 and then 18 and you still have these same dreams. I just want to let you know that your dreams are possible and everything you are capable of creating your dream life. I think that when I look at the little Lex in my mind, I see a 13-year-old me. I see a younger me too, but I think at the age of 13, that's when my dream life really started to solidify within itself. I was living in Florida in a very small town, and from the young age of when we first moved out there, I knew that that wasn't where I was meant to be. I knew that wasn't my home. And it never really felt like my home. The entirety of my youth of living in Florida, it never felt like my home. But especially when I was 13, I remember having this conversation with my dad. And it was so hard to look my dad in the eye, who's a single father and who raised us all on his own and tried the best he could and did what he could to look him in the eyes and told him that I was unhappy with the life that he created for us. Because we went from living in poverty, essentially, being very poor, not having the means to properly function as a family, to us moving to Florida and my dad finally being able to own a home. And that's something that he had never done in his life. So he was going through these great accomplishments and it hurt so much as his youngest daughter, to look him in the eyes and tell him that I was unhappy with that life. And I was so proud of him. I think that what he did and being able to get a house and his success story is that. And I was so proud and I still am so proud of him. But I wasn't meant to be there. And when I lived in Florida, I felt so creatively stifled it was a very small town and I'm not to talk bad on the people within that town because there are such lovely people there and most of them are kind but it was a small town which meant there was no space for big dreams in there and whenever I would tell somebody that I wanted to move to California or I wanted to have a career in content creating or acting or I wanted a space in this entertainment industry I remember always feeling like they were judging me because when you think about it in the way of their mindset, they grew up in that small town. And I'm saying they as like a royal they. I'm not thinking of anybody individually, but within my life, whether it be teachers or peers or even friends, like I knew that everybody thought of me as the girl with her head in the clouds and They thought she has these big goals and I don't know if they thought I was going to make it or not, but I did and I'm here and I'm so happy and we'll get into that in present, Lex, but within that space of being young and being 13, I remember asking my dad if I could move to California and live with my grandma. So at a young age, at 13 years old, I was ready to leave behind this comfort of family and if you know me, you know that I adore my family, especially when I was younger. I looked up to all of my siblings. Like I said, we were all like a year apart from each other. So we were all going through the same things together. And I was able to see my struggles within my older sisters. And I would see how they handle things. And when I was 13, my sister Gracie was 14. And my sisters Troy and Tanya were 15. And my oldest brother was 16. So... I was watching them go through this youth, uh, this growth within their youth 
of becoming the people they wanted to be. And I was seeing their struggles within relationships, within school, within friendships. I was seeing it and I was taking their knowledge that they were learning and I was putting it within to myself. Um, I wrote in a poem uh, probably like a couple years ago. I wrote that I am a patchwork of all of my siblings' traits. I'm a quilt of my dad's hard work and of my brother's protection, of my sister Troy's bravery, and my sister Tanya's resilience, and my sister Gracie's kindness. I am clay molded by pieces of them, essentially. And that is the greatest gift of being the youngest child because I got to see this growth within them and I got to become who I am because of them. And I will never take that lightly. I think that it's such a good gift to have been bestowed being the youngest. And of course I grew on my own. I found my own mind. I found my own peace. I found myself bettering away from the bad parts of our family. But at 13, being willing to leave all that behind because I knew I wasn't meant to be there. I remember begging my dad, absolutely begging him to let me live with my grandma. I told him, I'll do anything. I'll do absolutely anything. I was talking to my grandma, trying to get her to convince him. She was looking at like private schools for me in California. Like it was genuinely like something I wanted so bad. And he said no, which makes sense. I was 13 years old. He didn't want me to be away from my family, but I took that so hard. And that was pretty much the first time I felt unlucky in life. I remember screaming, crying at the universe, just asking why. Why do I have to live this life? I'm sure it was more melancholy than it had to be, especially as a 13-year-old. But I remember just thinking, how unlucky am I to be dealt the, the hand of cards that I was dealt in life? Because I knew with my whole heart that I wasn't meant to be there. And, but when you're young, they don't think you know what you are meant to know. But I knew from a young age. And then I turned 16. And once again, I begged my dad, let me move to Wyoming with my mom, who has been absent in my life for 12 years at that point. I didn't even know her as a human being, honestly. I knew that she was my mother. I knew nothing about her. I knew nothing of her personality. I only knew the bad side of the story. I never knew her side. I never knew anything. So essentially, I was begging my dad to let me live with a stranger. Move across country, let me live with a stranger. And it wasn't because it was a battle versus her or him. It was for me. And at the end of the day, I knew that I was choosing myself if I chose to get out of Florida. So I remember I begged my dad cried myself to sleep for three days straight asking him begging him please please like I will do anything this is what I'm meant to be doing I know within my heart that this is gonna be fruitful and I'm gonna grow as a human because of it and I was begging him and at first he said no absolutely not you're not going to live with somebody who didn't want to be a part of your life to begin with and now that you're turning into a teenager moving on to an adult She doesn't deserve a place in your life. And I get that. I absolutely get that. And I absolutely agree with it. But it wasn't for her. And it wasn't for him. And it was for me. For once in my life, I chose myself first. Because I knew I needed to do this. So he took me on a drive. 
the very last night, the third night of me like crying nonstop wanting to go. And I, it genuinely wasn't like a, a tantrum cry. Like it was a, I'm so sad. Like I'm very unhappy here type cry. So he took me on a drive and as a father and daughter, we were driving and he just kept on saying, why? Just tell me why you want to go. Just tell me why. And I genuinely could not put it into words of why I wanted to go. I know now that it was because I knew that I had to grow away from the environment that I was in in order to become a better person. But then it was just this sickening feeling of I was not meant to be there. And I talked to my sisters about this now as an adult that I call it like the turtleneck feeling, which is just a feeling of suffocation basically. But it's like when you take off a turtleneck and for that millisecond your head is stuck in the turtleneck. And you're like, oh my god. Like, you freak out internally for that millisecond. That's how I was feeling my entire life in Florida. I was stuck in a turtleneck. And I, no matter how many good days I had and what great friends I had and happy days, I still knew at the end of the day when I put my head on the pillow that this is not what I was meant to be doing and this is not where I was meant to be. And I knew that at such a young age. So my dad finally agreed to let me go. I just told him, I have to do this for me. I just have to. So he let me go, and I moved to Wyoming with a woman I barely knew. And obviously, the relationship as a mother and daughter was something that was strained, and it was something that she wasn't willing to work on. I was essentially a roommate within that home. So I lived there for a year from ages 16 to 17, and it was my first taste of freedom. I was essentially living on my own. Like I said, I was basically a roommate. I was completely financially stable at that point. I had a job. I had a car. I was paying my own bills. But I decided to move back to Florida, move back to a place I absolutely despised for my senior year of high school. Because if I was going to graduate, then I wanted to graduate around my immediate family. And at that point, I knew that... The woman who was my mother wasn't going to be my family anymore. So I moved back when I was 18 and I went through my entire senior year essentially by myself. I had friends, but they were dual enrolled in college and they were doing other things and moving away my junior year. It caused a rift in a lot of my relationships in Florida because I came back an entirely different person. I wasn't the girl who left. Instead, I was forced to grow up, and when I came back, I had this completely shift in mindset, and I was just genuinely a different person. So, it definitely caused a rift within my friendships, and I went through senior year completely alone and completely immersed in the world of books and reading, and I found a passion for reading, and I would read fiction, and then I got into self-help books, and I was just growing as a human by myself basically in a year of solitude. And then my birthday came in March and I turned 18. I celebrated at the beach with my two sisters and I thought, this is it. I'm 18. I could do absolutely anything in the world. And then I graduated in May and then in September, to be specific, September 12th, 2020, I packed my bags and I moved out to California all by myself, completely financially independent. The job I had in Florida, I saved 
every penny that I had, every penny that I made, I saved it. I booked the ticket and then I moved out to California and I risked the comfortability of having my family around me for a spot on the floor. I was sleeping on the floor for the first three months of living in California. And if that's not a testament of how much I knew that I was meant to be there and I was willing to genuinely sleep on a cold floor before staying in Florida where I knew that I wouldn't prosper and I wouldn't grow. And if that's not a testament to who I am as a person, then I don't know what is. But I moved out here. I found my space in California. And that is essentially the beginning of the lucky girl journey. I grew as a human. I was so grateful for the friendships and the influences I have had in my life, even though they've came and they've gone. And I, but I still know that every single person that I've met here will stick with me forever. Whether it be the first friend I made when I was working at a grocery store, his name was Dom. And I remember thinking he was so intuitive within himself he knew who he was and he was so funny and we would laugh all the time and he made my days so so much more enjoyable and going into basically one of the hardest years of my life I was unhappy I was sad and that was 2022 I was struggling it was it was the end of 2021 the beginning of 2022 I had a job I didn't love I was immersed in insecurity and self-doubt But within that, I made a friend who made me feel on top of the world and made me feel capable of greatness. And I cannot be more grateful for her. Her name was Mariah, and she was just such a wonderful human to be around. She made me laugh. She made life enjoyable. And now she has a family of her own. She has a little girl, and it's just so amazing to see how much you can grow from life in such little time. And moving on to where I am now in life. I have a support system within my friends that make me feel good and make me feel capable. And this is moving on to our dear lucky girl Lex. So this is our present day conversation. And I have a mirror in front of me whenever I record this episode. So if I get emotional, I'm sorry, but like I'm genuinely like looking at myself while I'm talking. And it's just so beautiful to see how much I've grown as a human being. So I want to say, dear lucky girl Lex, you are so strong. And you are living your dreams that you've always wanted to live. And you are making little Lex so proud right now. Hold on guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to try to keep it together, but honestly this is such a therapeutic moment for me. Because I did struggle with the entirety of my youth of thinking that I was unlucky and thinking that I wasn't good enough or pretty enough or worthy enough for my dream life. And now here I am and I'm living it and I have this podcast that I love and I adore and I'm creating content as my career and it's just so beautiful to see that I did it and my dreams are achievable and I'm the most beautiful part of this is that I'm not even fully there yet. I still have so much to grow and that's such a gift. But the fact that I know that it is, I'm capable of it and I will grow because 
the only way you fail is if you give up and I will never give up on this because I love this. This is my entire life. This is what I'm meant to be doing. So dear lucky girl Lex, this is what you are meant to be doing. I want you to always remember this feeling of success in your life because you are living your dream. That work doesn't feel like work because you are doing things you're passionate about. That you are the most passionate you have ever been in your entire life with how you are living. And you are also the most happy you've ever been in your entire life. Lucky girl Lex, you're in love with life and it is such a gift. And I don't want you to ever, ever forget that. Even on your bad days, you are lucky to be here because your bad days make your good ones so much sweeter. And it makes you grow into the human that you deserve to be. This is such a therapeutic conversation because I think a lot in life we struggle with listening to ourselves and talking, having a conversation within ourselves because I know we have distractions in life and we're all busy and we all have things to do. So it's so hard to actually sit down and talk about what you're going through what you're grateful for, what you want to work on, everything. So this is just such a gift to be able to record this episode and to be able to talk to you guys and share my life with you guys like this because at the end of the day, this is what my life is and this is what I want to show in my content of it's going to be hard. You're going to cry. You're going to have to work through things. You're going to go through the worst season of your life before you can get to the best season of your life. And it's not even the best because you're going to continue growing and you still have so many more seasons ahead of you. But present day, I just feel so lucky and so grateful and on top of the world because I'm doing things I love and I'm finding passion and I'm finding a rhythm within this content creating And the most thrilling thought is that I'm genuinely just at the beginning. I have been recording this podcast for two months only and content creating as a whole. Technically, it's been since early or late January is when I first recorded or is when I first posted my YouTube channel, my first vlog. So it was January, but that was the only thing I was doing. I was not promoting it on Instagram or doing reels or TikToks. So for me personally, it genuinely feels like I started in April. That was the beginning of everything. It's when I decided I'm going to have a podcast. I'm going to work on learning how to graphic design for this podcast, how to make make space in this community for myself. And I'm going to take up that space because I'm meant to be here. So with the knowledge of I've only been doing this for a couple months. I'm just so grateful for how much growth I've seen. And it's not even within numbers, which I'm also grateful for all the downloads and the listens. We are at this point in time, we are reaching about 100 downloads every month, which is so amazing for somebody who didn't have, didn't bring anybody with them in this space like I didn't have a following before I started this podcast so it's so beautiful to know that you guys are finding this podcast and you are listening to it and it's helping you grow as lucky girls it's just such a gift but with not even within the algorithm or within numbers I'm seeing growth within myself within episode one to now episode nine it's so beautiful to see how much I've grown and how much I have this structured idea of what this podcast is and I'm willing to work on that. So present day, I'm just so grateful for 
I'm so grateful to be who I am because that is the key to my success. We are going to move on to Dear Future Lex. And this is just going to be a way of manifestation, of a way of speaking into the universe. So, Dear Future Lex, your life is brilliant. And you are still the most kind and caring person in the world. You don't let bad things make you a bad person. And you know that your bad days are meant to happen and everything happens for a reason and everything makes you who you are. And future Lex, you are living your dream life and you are continuing to grow and you have the knowledge that wherever you are at in life, you still have a journey ahead of you and that is the greatest gift that we can ever be given. Future Lex, I am so grateful of all the hard work that you put into the podcast and your YouTube channel and content creation as a whole. And I'm so grateful that you have filled a space in the community and you have filled this vacuum, this need within the industry, this hole that was the size of you that people were just waiting on. And I'm so grateful that is our ultimate purpose in life is to inspire others to live their dream lives and to have the knowledge that they can create any reality they want. So dear future life, I think that you have the ability to change lives and I'm so grateful that you are doing that. I think in the future I have this idea, it's the clearest visual I've ever had in my life of who I am, what I'm doing, my career, my friend group, who I am as a person, even how I look like. I have this clear sense in my mind and I know that No matter how long it takes, I will get there and I will be able to help people in life because I know genuinely, genuinely, I've known this since I was young, my purpose in life is to make others happy and to inspire others to create the the life they desire. And whether it be from them watching me create the life I desire, going through hard times and growing as a human, or it's showing them that it's possible and giving them words of affirmation, giving them inspiration, whatever it may be, I know with my whole heart that that is what I'm meant to be doing. So whether it's in the space of fashion or it's in the space of content creation or acting or entertainment as a whole, I know that there is a hole the size of me in this space that is just genuinely waiting for me to fill it up. And I'm finally stepping into that and I'm finding my my community within this because I do, I was talking to my friend about this a couple of days ago about being insecure when I was younger of never seeing people that look like me in this industry or never see, just not seeing myself on the big screen, not seeing myself as a content creator. And then I had this realization that there's a vacuum for little girls that look like me. They're waiting for somebody that can inspire them to create the life they desire, to show them that their dreams are possible as long as you never stop being passionate about it. Because as we said before, the only way you fail is if you give up. So don't give up on your dreams. Don't think they're too big. I promise you they're not. But now that I have this idea, this knowledge that there is space for me and it is waiting for me to be there and I'm getting there and it's so exciting. I'm so grateful for past, present, and future Lexi because they make me who I am and who I am is the key to my success. As we've always said, that is the 
lucky girl affirmation of this entire podcast. And I think that is the most beautiful quote that tells you what the podcast is, is who I am is the key to my success. So with that being said, I want to thank you so much for being with me on this journey. I know it's a very emotional one, but I hope it just felt like girl talk for you. And I hope you got to know me a little bit better and you know why I think the way I think and why I have grown the way I have. But with that, with that being said, I want to end us out on a new segment, uh, an ending segment for the podcast because I realized that I only have segments for the beginning and we, I want to leave you off on a good note. So you're beginning the week if you're listening to this on Sunday. So I want you to carry this lucky girl quote with you throughout your week and I want you to grow and I want it to help you. And the quote is, sometimes I get so caught up on what I want for the future I forget that I'm already living the life 16-year-old me dreamt of. And I just want you to show gratitude for whatever stage you are at in life, whether it's the beginning of your journey and you're wanting to grow. That's such a gift. Whether you're in the middle of it and you're going through this hard journey of hills and valleys and right now you feel like you're in a valley and you're looking up at this hill and it's going to be so hard to climb, but you can you have the knowledge that you can do it. I'm so proud of you for that. Or if you feel like you're at the end of your healing journey and you've healed and you've gone past it and now you're growing into a new era of you, I'm so grateful that you were, I'm so happy for you. And I just want you to show gratitude to whatever stage you are at in life. And I want you to show gratitude to your past, present, and future. So I want to end this off by saying, dear little Lex, dear lucky girl Lex, and dear future Lex, you are capable of everything you desire to all of the listeners you are capable of the life you desire i love you so much thank you so much for being here and listening to me i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you can leave a review and a rate it'll help me so much share this with a friend so they can be on our lucky girl journey together thank you for getting to know me and i will see you next time have a great day bye